Hey Nick, what's going on? Uh, Andrew, I, man, you know, I met the girl in my dreams. She had everything, the sailboat, everything. Great. She left me. Oh. She said she didn't love me. That's too bad. Anyways, look, we got, we got a couple of things to talk about about the show, okay? So uh, I really wanted to plan, start planning for our show in Acapulco. <laughs> Acapulco? That was our first vacation ever, I remember. Okay, um, well, how about uh, on Tuesday night, and we're going to go with the guys to uh, Jaro Boutique for dinner, and we're going to discuss planning the next couple of months. Jaro Boutique? It was the first souvlaki we ever had together. I remember she dripped some tzatziki over here, and I was... Nick, what about planning a show on the moon? The moon? Every time I look at the moon, Andrew, I think of her face. It's like just looking at me. Nick, you need help. Nick, it's the very matchmaker. The very matchmaker? She left me. I... Why? I loved her. You're unrealistic once. <laughs> she had a boat for everything. She was great. She was rich. Hey guys, Nick Drosos. Dr. Andrew Steinberg. And welcome to another episode of... Have the balls to talk about it. Our guest Susan is back. The back in the house. Hello guys. Susan, thank you for coming on. Oh, it's a pleasure. I love being here. So Susan, we've got a lot of questions and a lot of comments. Okay. And one of the questions we got from a viewer is... How do you reinvent, reinvent, rejuvenate, rejuvenate, rebuild, restart, reset your life after breakup, divorce, divorce, death, so, death? Yeah. So, what do you? What kind of tips can you tell people? Well, there's a mourning period in everything, and everybody mm. mourns differently. The death is different than a divorce, because the death, you, you're not, you know, it's, you still love the person. A divorce, you're like, okay, time to split up. Um, and, you know, one of the things about breakups that people don't always understand is it doesn't matter who's the one who decides to end it. Both parties suffer. You do suffer. I mean, come on. There's, there's still, you know, separation anxiety. There's, um, you know, starting over, moving on, new chapter, new beginnings. And at the beginning, it, you're... In so many ways, financially, it, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. uh, security, so, exactly. romantically. So it, romant so it depends on, also on the person. Like, for instance, you hear a lot about, you know, people saying, you know, I got divorced and my wife took all my money. I mean, especially Uber drivers. That's all I hear from the Uber driver. You know? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the Uber drivers. <laughs> divorced. My wife took it all. And I'm like, I was making $10 million a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said to you, I, I always, yeah, exactly. I always say, listen. If your wife took all your money, you didn't have all that much money because right. you don't get, she doesn't get a hundred percent of your money. Okay. So let's face it. Maybe you, maybe also you went into the relationship with this, you know, when you, when you come in, if you're coming from your, let's say you're, 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 you were living with your parents. Okay. So you weren't paying rent. Okay. You had all this money. You were dating her and you were taking her out to all the fancy restaurants. You were driving a fancy car. You were, you know, traveling. That's great. That was an image that you showed her. But remember, now you, you, you got married. She didn't work. She was home raising the children. And that income became supporting three or four people. Things change. So you're, in your eyes, yeah, you thought you had a lot of money. But you really didn't. You know, you had a lot of money when you lived at home. But you didn't have a lot of money when you were in the marriage. 
So when you split up, there's not that much, you know, yeah, she takes because she has the kid or, or she's, you know, she was married to you. She deserves, you know, whatever. But, you know, so there's that financial. So you have to. You, you coach people on, on getting back in terms of obviously you're, you're a, a matchmaker, but yeah. in terms of relationship, but do you coach them also in getting back in all the other aspects of life as well? Well, if they need that, if they, if, if, they I, if, if I see they've been hurt, mm -hmm. if they've been, you know, and the, the issue with the matchmaking is a lot of people, that's why it's a lifestyle matchmaker, right. because that's what I wanted people to come, to help them rebuild, as just coming to me for thinking I'm going to fix them up on a date. That's, right. that, that's not my image at all. It's, you know, so I, yeah, I love the one that comes to me and he's been, you know, he kind of needs my help. Or my advice, mm -hmm. you know, a better word for it is advice, you know, how we can do this and change and feel better about themselves. You know, I mean, listen, it, it's a breakup or it's a loss and it's hard. And, and like I said, the hardest ones are the widows, the, mm -hmm. the men, because they lost their wife, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they may have been with that woman for 30 or 40 years and you can't just put them out on a date. Yeah. I mean, the guy is like, Whoop! you know, and these women could be really tough. You know, I know I, I fixed up a widowed man once and the nicest man, but he, he, he was a widower. He, he hadn't been with anybody in 30 years. And the woman was so tough on that date with him. Like he was frightened. From, from your, from your experience, we're looking at breakups. Yeah. Do you find it's easier for men or for women? Does it make a difference? No, it doesn't make a difference. No. You know what? Women will get over it probably quicker because she has more, um, of a, of a support group than well, a guy does. It also matters who broke up with who, I would imagine. No, because, yes and no, but no matter what, like I said, no matter who breaks up, there's still, there's still a loss for mm -hmm. both parties. Maybe one is happier than the other to be, you know, and moving on with somebody else. I mean, those, that is a hard one, you know? Mm -hmm. Someone yeah. leaves you for somebody else, or especially if, when a man leaves a woman for a younger woman, you know, that's a, a lot of ego there. So it's, it's not so much that the yeah, marriage is so good. Man, like I, a man leaves a woman, not a woman leaving a man for a younger man. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah, no, very rare. But you know, you hear a lot of this. This like, you know, they weren't happy in their marriage. They were both miserable. So one decided, well, the man decided to leave. And, and yes, he found somebody younger and he went on with his life. And then the woman is so bitter about it. But you weren't happy in the relationship. It's not like you were making this guy feel so good when he came home every night. So the fact that he ended up with a younger girl, it's yeah, just your ego. Just ego yeah, of course it's your ego, you know? But play back the whole marriage, you weren't nice to this guy. And then finally one day, he decided to leave. And it just happens that he attracted a younger woman. You think it's more the fact that, um, you know, one person finds somebody faster than the other? Oh yeah, I, I had, I had an <clears throat> a, a older gentleman, late 60s, like he wanted to be, he wanted to find somebody before his wife did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are you, why are you doing that to yourself? Ego again. Yeah. No. Well, and it wasn't even, and right. it, it, he didn't, he left his wife. I understood if it was, if his right. wife left him, yeah. but he left the wife. Like, why do you want to hurt her anymore? Is that, do you understand? Like, so I had to talk him through this. Like, this is not important. What's important is that you split up, you know, and move on. Move on. What would you define as moving on? Like, what would be the steps for somebody to get over a breakup? Well, the, 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 the best part of getting over a breakup is trying not to focus on the breakup, mm. not talk about it so much. 
And that's what people do. You know, you, usually guys don't. And that's another thing. Sometimes it's good to see somebody to talk about it because they hold it in and they hold it in because they, have, they don't really want to show that they're hurting. They don't want to share it with anybody. They keep it much, much more than women. Women share it with everybody, the postman, the, you know, the, the hairdresser, the friends, they're more of a support group. So they get, they could probably get over it a lot faster as a guy holds more in, which is not good. It's good to go see someone and talk about it. Let it out. It's like an onion. Peel off the skins. This way you're getting into a healthier relationship. Do they have social support groups like Alcoholics Anonymous, but for... Well, you know, there's, uh, there's uh, the one that you're, when you're addicted to having to be with somebody. I, I, no, but I mean, not that far, but just yeah. sort of a bunch of guys who yeah. are recently divorced or broken up or whatever, or just want to, you know, spill the beans to yeah. each other. I th I'm sure. I, I've never really heard of it because to me... I find men are much more private. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that's bad. Well, I found well, one of well, Yeah, well, the support groups, again, if it, you know, does the guy really have time to go and talk about it with a bunch of guys he doesn't know? If he's an alcoholic or he's got a drug addiction, I mean, that's your life. I mean, right. that's something yeah. that you have to go and do. But even men, I, I, yeah. I know men, especially today, it's more common getting divorced. And I know some men that took a beating on them financially but as well it affected the work and you know it, it affected everything else around because it, it, it kind of broke them down yeah and they hold it inside they're embarrassed to talk about it they you know they want to play natural they want to play tough they don't want you know, to share that's, a, that's really important because if i could coach somebody before they get into that situation yeah. that's usually like when you see people that married the wrong person for me, but both parties, the women or the men, they married the, it was just not a good fit. Or no, it they grew it, apart. Well, they married the right person well, if you 20 grow years apart, ago. You were, really, yeah. you were never really together. So what, what do you explain that? If you, if, like if you, a good relationship, like when they say you grew apart, you probably weren't really 100% compatible from the beginning. Well, That's why you grew apart. Well, I'm giving you, an example you, you, of no, a couple. No, I know it, they got married in their 20s, yeah. early 20s. And yeah. obviously, they're not the same people as they grew. No, but they may not even, like, exactly. In your 20s, you're not the same person you are in your 30s. And I can reassure you, when you hit your 50s, you're nothing like your 20s. Do you understand? So your 20s, you're, you're somebody, much better, right? Yeah. yeah, you're so much more comfortable. Mm. That's why I always tell men, don't give a, an X to a woman in her 50s. Because a woman in her 50s is, like, the best. She's at her, she's really at her prime. First of all, the 50s now is are really the 40s, mm -hmm. right? So that's why women, I mean, I see the difference in myself. My health is much better in my 50s. My attitude, my social, my social uh, uh, surrounding, my, my uh, life, I just, I just everything, my health, I'm feeling everything. the same also. Yeah. 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 You really change. You got, so, you got some years to go though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's different for a man who, I mean, obviously if a man is in his 60s and he's never been married, he decides he wants to have a child, he's obviously not going to pick a 50-year-old, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, mind you, I had one client, she was 52, and she had natural, she had a, because she married a younger guy, mm -hmm. and he wanted a child. She had natural birth. At 52? 50, yeah, natural. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But you have to, your priorities, you know. Yeah, no. You love somebody. Look, there's so many kids out there looking for homes, babies, you know? If you love each other and you bring in someone, you know, an adopted baby at a certain age, it doesn't matter, it doesn't change it. It's, it's a baby, it loves you, you love it, you know? And it's this relationship be the most important. And that's why the most important thing, like people you hear all the time, you know, our relationship was so good until we had kids. 
Yeah, you hear that often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because everything changes. I mean, first of all, when you're when you're um, in your twenties and you're just, you know, dating or yeah. or you're just moving in together or you just got married, I mean, it's it's honeymoon. It's the real honeymoon. Mm. You know, it's honeymoon of life. You're moving together. If you if you married actually to get out of the house, you're actually so happy because now you have your own place. You guys could do what you want when you want. And then all of a sudden, a baby comes along. Now, does she go back to work? Financial? Um, you know, sometimes you get a nanny in the house. Your privacy is changing. Yeah, a lot of changes, you know? So you have to really, uh, to me, the foundation of the relationship has to be really strong. If you're going to go into having children, you really have to discuss things and you have to be honest. And, yeah, the, and this is the most important thing of any relationship. I don't care if you come through a matchmaker, if you go online, if you, if you get set up by a friend, you meet somebody on the street, it's the foundation. So well, when we say that the main thing of breakups are money and sex, that's what people say. Okay. Do you think that's true? Do you think that's accurate? Or what do you think is the... Well, yeah, because it goes back again to the foundation. Maybe, like, I know a guy who once shared with me um, that he he couldn't afford that the, that his wife doesn't work. So he was stealing from people to make ends meet. Ooh. Yeah. Stealing? Yeah, stealing. yeah, yeah. And stealing. she didn't want to work? They didn't have the conversations? or No, she said, I don't want to work. And he said, fine. But, that, but then that was a lie. Mm. You hurt yourself. You shot yourself in the leg before it got going. Mm, Do you understand? Yeah. You couldn't run very far. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you didn't, weren't honest, you tell somebody, listen, financially, it's, you know, if we have kids and we get a nine, I really can't afford that. That's a lot of money. You have to explain it. And then she's, well, then I don't want to get married. Then that's not the woman for you. Right. So half these people, or maybe more than half, that are sitting in, in feeling sorry for themselves, should have never married that person. You were never honest. Oh, if that person's looking just for a lifestyle and that's what you want to make them believe that you have, then shame on you yeah, when you yeah, get caught. It's not, it's not what went wrong in the relationship. It's sort of what went wrong when you made your choice yeah, to be you, in this you, relationship. You, never, you, you have to be honest. You know? So really, it's, it's, it, and probably this is one of your biggest jobs, is yeah. how to find the right, the real right match that you guys are really in sync with your goals, financially, sex, love, whatever, kids. Right. I mean, you really have to, to yeah. give yourself the best chance of making it work, you really have For to sure. be in sync mm -hmm. from the get-go. Yeah, if I'm speaking to a woman, okay, she comes and she's young. You know, what, what, is, what are you looking for? Well, I want a guy, I want, you know, I, I do very well. You know, today women are, you know, have great jobs. And, you know, I'm not looking for, you know, some people will be very honest. I'm not looking for a sugar daddy. I want to be his partner. I love these girls. These are my favorite. You know, they're looking for a partnership, which is great. Mm -hmm. So then you know, wow, this is this girl's easy for any, any of my clients because she's actually looking for a real partner. She's looking for that, you know. Well, do you have men who want to be the dominant? Well, you could tell. I could tell right away when they're speaking to me if they're controlling. Right. You could tell. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know they're financial. You know the way. And you ask the question, like... <coughs> And a lot of times, if it's their first time married, you gotta, you have to kind of read them the riot act. Like this, this is what could happen down the road. Mm -hmm. Listen, money comes, money goes. Mm -hmm. you, you don't know when it's going to go, and you don't know. You know, sometimes you know it's coming, but when it's going, you don't know. So if that's really that's a real hard thing to get over. If you marry into with somebody because you love the lifestyle, 
Right. And slowly the lifestyle is falling apart because it was never, you're not sure if it was ever real. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear these stories every single day. And then uh, shame on you. Yeah. So the foundation is really to be completely transparent with what you could each offer yeah. realistically and with the expectations of each other. Yeah. Listen, I, I, listen, I meet guys all the time. The, you could see they make $30,000 a year and they're, they're dating a woman who's like, you know, 30,000 is just the, what she spends on her hair every year. So like you're, you're fooling yourself. You've actually seen that? Yeah. No, I meet people oh, all the okay. time. I mean, you know, parties, whatever young guys will talk to me. I'm looking at this guy going like, are you kidding me? How are you going to keep that up, right? Yeah, you're picking the wrong women. You can't afford so, that stuff. On that note, because we're talking about, again, sort of rebuilding, or re do, do our, our, I would say men, because we're talking about men or women, I guess, more insightful after um, have gone through, gone through a long relationship, divorce, death, whatever it is, yeah. because they can look back and say, okay, well, this is really, that part of my relationship was... Mm -hmm you know, where I was missing and are they able to sort of say, going forward, I want to avoid that and yeah. uh, well, does you that help? Well, this is, the, this is where I want to come in. Right. Like, this is where they may have never spoken to anybody. So you got to analyze their whole... Well, not so much like it's, it's talking to people. It's, it's, it's something like that you have to realize when you're talking, when you're, when, you're into, when you're having this consultation is, okay, you know what? I was in a relationship, um, you know, my wife, was always unhappy. It was never enough. So right there, yeah. no matter what what you could have done for her, it's she, never enough. Right, and you can't be someone's cheerleader. Mm -hmm. So you have to know also: does this person ever suffer from depression? Like these are things that I know, right? That you may not know that mm -hmm. they hide it, and sometimes the parents hide it from you. You yeah. know, they don't want you to know that their son or daughter has bipolar or suffers in depression. They don't. Do you work with a team of professionals. Like I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. A black, a black yeah. book of uh... yeah. For instance, I, I constantly collaborate with people. Mm -hmm. I have to. I'm, I can't do everything. I don't do hair. I don't do makeup. I don't do. You know, if, I'm not if a they psychologist. Need a therapist, say you need yeah, a but I'm, listen, I, I'm, I'm. You know, I went to school of hard knocks. I have a lot of experience in dating. You know, someone who, you know, people always say, well, uh, how do you have the experience? I said, well, I, I'm a matchmaker. I've never been married. I'm in a 12 year relationship right now. But because of my experiences in different dating, with sometimes repeating the same patterns, how did I break the pattern? Yes. So a lot of the tools that I went through in my life, um, like issues in, in, with my, my parents, forgiveness, learning forgiveness, and that's one of the tools I like to use. Like, okay, you know what? Don't, you don't have to beat yourself up. So that relationship went wrong. So you lost your money. Money, one thing I could tell you, if you want to make money, you go back out there and you work hard. That's the real world, okay? Listen. Can you look into the camera and say that? Yeah. You want to work? You want to make money? You go out and you work hard, okay? There's this this entitlement generation. I don't know. They don't want to work hard. But the truth is, that's you could always make back money. You can never make back time. And time clicks very fast. I like that. You said look into the camera and say that. You could always make back money. You can never make back time. I love that. And life is short. You know, so don't, you can't sit there like, okay, it's a rehearsal here. I married, look at, you know what? I'll sit down with a, with a guy and I'll say, okay, listen, I understand, but you made a mistake. Yeah. Okay. You made, you didn't make, oh, it's a big deal. You married her. But yeah, but she's, a, you know, it starts, you don't have to tear her apart. Right. She's still the mother of your children. You know, you're still going to see her the rest of your life. As long as you're going to have a great relationship with your children. Don't hurt the children. They're already hurt. Yeah. Sure. So don't break. Don't you don't have to be nasty, you know. You you made you you both made a mistake. It didn't work. Okay, 
And, and more people have this attitude of turn the, the page and start a new chapter, we'd be a much happier so, yeah, world. I have another business for you. I mean, it's, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, relationship uh, management and uh, consulting, but, but I think divorce consulting needs to have a, yeah. have a professional also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just the start of a new chapter. Right. Listen, you're with somebody for 10 years. Um, you may not have been married, but 10 years of your life with somebody yeah. is, is a commitment. Right. You know, so yeah, the, it's it's learning to start over. And what I feel as a lot of guys, especially because of this last 15 years of online dating, I have never seen the, the, the people being so negative to move on to the next chapter. Like I know in my day of dating. But if they're coming to you, they're, already, they're by default wanting to move on to the next chapter. Not necessarily because if, if they think I'm a dating service, they won't come to me. Right. But no, if because I'm not a dating service, but if they know that I'm a matchmaker lifestyle coach nope. and I, they could come to me right. for some coaching before we get them out there. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not putting a guy... So they want, they're seeing you because they want to move on to the next chapter. Yeah, so there's steps to move on. If, right. I, if you come to me and you just came through a horrible relationship and mm -hmm. you're fighting custody and I'm yeah, like, well, not I'm not putting no woman in this position. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Let's work it through. There's no rush. Right. There's no rush. You're just going to run in and hit the wall. And that's what people do. Like, mm -hmm. they don't want to be alone. So while they're like going through, they're, they're, they're hitting. And, right, right. and, and, and it's, it's so easy now. Well, you could, listen, I, I got three guys this week who said to me, I'm online dating. I'm addicted, Susan. I need you to help me get off of it. I, I have never had that in, in my 12 years of professionally doing this. Ever had anybody come to me saying and telling me these horror stories. And like both sides. So there is, you know, there is an issue here. And you see more and more people like, you know, used to be that you got divorced and, you know, you met somebody through somebody and whatever, right. and you went on and you didn't really, there wasn't that much focus on the, but now, mm -hmm. even if you go on with social media, social media, you're still looking to see what that person's doing. Yeah, it's right. so easy to keep yourself in the, in well, reverse. You, you remember you, you made a conscious effort to not. I just, follow her I just on, block uh, everybody. Yes. I just block them. Yeah, yeah, but but you could but let's say that was smart on your part, yeah. but not everybody's that smart to say I'll block. Right. Some people want you know Well want sometimes to follow. curiosity No, I, they want to know what they're doing. Did they find somebody else yet? You know, it's 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 normal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Back in my day when we didn't have call display yes. or uh, cell phones, we used to call to see if the guy was home and hang up on him. <laughs> okay, he's still home. He hasn't met anybody. You know, but those days are over. You can't do yeah, that. Then you, you, go business, then you got a busy tone, yeah, yeah. A busy tone and then you're exactly. like, who's he talking to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think one of the, the challenges for me, and, and I say it openly, like I, I was always in a relationship. I well, jumped from that, one relationship okay, to another. Okay, but that's an issue. But when I got divorced. Yeah, you took the two years. Uh, no, I took the two years. I jumped oh. in one relationship. Then okay. I took the two years. And yeah. I remember with my coach, is like, okay, yeah. she told me you're going to coast the ship now and you're going to learn how to be alone. Yeah. That's how to sleep yes. alone. Yes. How to eat alone. That's it. How to travel alone. I did yeah. everything alone. It was a two, it was actually a two best years, the most productive. I focused on my work, on my son. I put 100%. my energy anywhere else. Yeah. And that was actually challenging for me at the beginning. It was weird because my instinct was, okay, I got to meet somebody. I can't be alone. Yeah. And then I took the two years and that really helped me to actually learn more about myself as well. If you go, well, if you go onto my website, there's a blog I did about that, about um, being able to be by yourself. I love my own company. I'm my own best friend. I learned at a very young age to travel by myself, eat in restaurants by myself, 
um, do stay home but by myself. But you have weird. I've yeah. had no. a restaurant alone. No. People are like, you're going alone? No. You have to yeah. have a good personality no. Uh, outward. No, no. And that's another thing is when, if you read this article, I was having dinner with a girlfriend in a restaurant and this guy was sitting there by himself. And the first she, thing she said to me is, oh, he's so good looking. He's such a loser. I go, why is he a loser? I feel I get that when I go to the restaurant Absolutely alone. Absolutely not. Alone, you're a winner. Somebody who could be in their own skin. Oh my God. I, I, Listen, when I first met my partner, he couldn't, he couldn't even like be alone for 10 minutes. And then I start to show him, okay, I said, okay, I want you to go for lunch and have a bowl of soup at this restaurant. And he'd go. And I said, how did you feel? He said, it was okay. And then, okay, I want you to go to the store and I want you to work with the salesman, not with me there. He went and he did it. So, you know, you have to push yourself outside the comfort zone. Things that you're, you know, and the reason I got into that first, First of all, very young, I was very much out there by myself. I, I enjoyed my own company. But as I got older, the disappointments, whether it was with a male partner or with a female, mm -hmm. you know, well, I don't want to go, but I want to go. Mm -hmm. And do you know what I'm saying? You, or I'm supposed to go away with this girlfriend. She cancels. I'm not going away. So slowly, the first thing I did is I said, okay, I'm going to learn. I was 29 years old. I said, I'm going to learn really how to be alone. I've always been alone, but I'm going to really learn how to be alone. Okay. It's one thing to drive your car around the block alone, but now you're going to have coffee by yourself. So I said, okay, I'm going to drive, you know, a little bit further than from my house. I'm going to go and I'm going to start having coffee and read a book. Oh, I like this quiet coffee. And then I noticed there's other people doing it. Okay. Then I slowly went to a movie by myself. Because you went to a movie by yourself? What happens if your ex-boyfriend walked in and saw you being by yourself? I said, first of all, when you go to a movie, you're not supposed to be talking anyways. <laughs> so, if you're really, so if you're really uncomfortable with that, I didn't have a problem if I saw an ex-boyfriend or I saw an ex-friend. I couldn't care less. Thing is, if you're uncomfortable with that, then just wait till the lights, till, till the lights go out and then just go into the theater. And leave just as the movie ends. I mean, if that's uncomfortable. But you have to be, you know, when you become your own best friend, You'll see a change in your life. First of all, you don't, you're not needy. Yeah. So you're waiting for the right one. You know, the, that's the problem is you could, you could come to me and I could tell you, oh, I have the perfect, perfect woman, but she's away for two weeks. And in that two weeks, you can't be alone. Boom, yeah. you're going online, you're going to, and you're out with the wrong person. And then that girl comes back, she meets somebody else, and it's, you know. So do you, you try to coach people who are looking for relationships to, at the same time, be comfortable with themselves? Well, yeah, if, if someone comes to me and, you know, they haven't been alone for 10 minutes, you know they got an issue, and that's a main issue. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, getting back to it, then after I start to eat by myself and rest, I start to like it. You know, and then I realize, okay, you no, know, I'll sit at the bar, I talk to the bartender, and I start to meet people, and it's nice, and then, from there, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to travel by myself. That's the best. I love it. Oh, my God. I've never yeah, done it. You've never amazing. done it? Oh, movies, my. Movies, I've been movies, and I love oh that, actually. My. I love but, traveling. Uh, I'm oh going yeah. to Greece alone. Like, I'm going with my son, then I'm staying alone for three weeks. I'm going to do the islands alone. I don't have to. Like, I love I mean, wake you know, up on my business, own. Yeah. Business you, weekend or something. I got a oh. conference, but but never longer than that. Oh, yeah. I went, I, went to, I went on a vacation by myself, and this man, and, you know, I was sitting at a table by myself. It was Christmas Eve, and... You know, first of all, I, I love picking my table for every for seven days. This is where you know there's all these uh, all all inclusives, right? So this guy comes over with his wife and said, "Well, we're going to join you. We don't want you to be alone for Christmas." I'm yeah. like, "No, I want to be alone." Like I'm thinking, "I don't want." <laughs> I'm telling you, like, and the I next day, feel sorry for and you, the, yeah, and the next day, the guy has like my itinerary. You're going to take my wife to the beach, and then you're going to have, lunch. and then I said, "Okay, buddy, Whoa. I ain't the babysitter here." You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess he 
wanted his wife to have a friend and so he could go do his thing, you know, go golfing and whatever. He didn't want you to be alone, but he yeah. wanted to be alone. Yeah, exactly. Have my wife. Exactly. Here's my wife and I'm going to be alone. I'm going golfing. I'm going to go have a jig with the boys. And after like 24 hours, I said, buddy, this ain't working. And then, they, you know, we never spoke again. But yeah. And then once you become like that, then you, and you know, I also was like that. I used to go from one relationship to another. I always met, 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 but I never really took the time to be alone. And I remember before I met this, and this is my longest relationship, 12 years. Before I met him, I had three years where I really... Don't tell yourself. Yeah. And when did you do this? I met Charles just at, uh, 2007. So I'm, my mom passed away in 2006, and I met him in 2007. So it's only recent you took that time after all these... Oh, God, yeah. It took three years. I mean, I went on date here, date here, you know. But, I mean, it wasn't as if you said, okay, I'm going to give myself three years to spend with myself. It just... No, I didn't, I didn't have a time right, set. Right. I just had, you know what? I, I, one day I said, okay, you know what? I wrote down every relationship that I had and everything that they all had in common. Wow. That's... They're not changing. I had to change. Good. I had to change. Yeah. I had to realize the attraction to them. And there's a lot stems from the relationships you have with your parents. That's some really important information. Uh, really important. And yeah. remember too, like I get men whose fathers abandoned them very young. And you know, that's a, that's a really deep thing because you could, and you know, I just recently had a guy that I coached about that. And he, and I, I said to him, you know, it's a blessing in disguise that your dad left you so young because he's an amazing father. And I said, maybe if your father, if you never had that, you wouldn't be the father you are. And he said, you know, 25 years, I cried every night. I suffered. And today, tonight, I, it's going to be the first night I have a good night's sleep. And I, I am so grateful that you spoke to me about it. Because he goes, I couldn't see the blessing in it. There's always, there, there, and unfortunately, we have to sometimes take the negative of yeah. something. And It's always like that, right? Yeah. We're made, we're, we uh, were made or broken by our, those moments. Yeah. Listen, when, I was, when my parents got divorced, people used to say, don't you want your parents back together? Don't you want your And I was like, no. What do you mean you don't want your parents? I was like, no, I don't want my parents back together. And that was so rare to ever hear somebody come out and say the truth. I said, well, my parents don't get along. Yeah. They're fighting. Like now, at least when I go to, you know, go visit my dad, he's one on one with me. Yeah. When I'm with my mom, it's discipline. It's, you know, she's tough. You know what I mean? So I saw like it wasn't as bad as people thought it was. I thought it was, you know, yes, they, they had their issues and we got torn into it. But if you look at it, if your parents are fighting, it's it's the ones like I have a friend whose parents never fought. And when they got divorced, the kids were so mixed up because they never saw their parents fight. So, you know, sometimes, you know, kids see things they don't understand. You know, why would my parents get divorced? They never fought. You don't, you didn't see them fighting. You didn't see the disagreement. They kept it away from you. So. But they feel the energy as well. Well, they, they didn't because it was always a happy home. You know, they're, the kids saw it. Then there's kids that see the fighting which is not good too, yeah. you know, because you repeat the pattern. So that's something you don't want your children to see. If you're abusive, if you're a physically abusive person, your son sees you beating up your wife, you know, chances are this, he, this is all he knows. So it's really important, you know, how you act in front of the children, mm -hmm. you know, 
that, I mean, you're the role model. Yeah. So if they're missing one role model in their life, they're, they're searching for it. So chances are when, when you go into your relationship with somebody, you are probably playing out roles of, yeah. Like I, I saw, yeah, I, I used to pick a lot of people in my life that were very similar to the wrong side of my parents, the, the side of my parents I didn't like that mm. I always wanted to fix. And mm. finally, when I fixed me and I fixed the relationship between me and my parents, I get into forgiveness. I was able to pick somebody who was the, the two best parts of both parents. So I guess the base to uh, not getting in a toxic relationship is just not working to be toxic. on yourself. Yeah, yeah not, not to come into any, with any, yeah. listen, we're not, we can't help the life we had. <laughs> we yeah. can't help our childhood. We can't help the, the, le the lessons we go through, the, the bullies that we meet along yeah. the way. <laughs> but that's we could choose how we're going to react to it and right and how we're going to and there's so many tools like yeah. when we were growing up we didn't have oprah we didn't have dr phil yeah. we couldn't just knock you know but my parents i thank god that they were very we didn't open. Have, have the balls to talk about it <laughs> and they did have the balls to talk about it that's for sure you know and everything was hush hush your host is you know yeah. <laughs> and then today you know more and more people are saying you know it's okay to go to therapy i mean i i went to you know i saw a psychiatrist very young mm -hmm. you know and my parents were very open about it and I was happy about that. Right. And then I saw some people who needed it, but their parents said, no, you're not going to therapy. There's nothing wrong with you. There's no, there's not anything wrong with you to go speak to somebody. Listen, you go see your therapist. You could talk about your business. You could talk, you know, it's the best thing is to go see somebody that you're professionally because they're, they're not coming from a place of, of, um, emotion. Yeah. They're not attached to, to it. You know what I'm saying? But if you go to your friend, like when I, when I'm honest with somebody and they go to their friend and say, well, you know, she said this to me and she said that, and they're like, yeah, I want it, but I can't. Yeah, right. So chances are people are lying to you when you ask. And then if you tell them, if they tell you the truth, the friend tells you the truth, chances are you're not speaking to the friend anymore. Because hmm. people have a hard time with truth. Yeah. So that's why when, it, when people come to me or I do something and I, they get angry, I say, yeah, but it's coming, you're, it's coming from a place that we're going to, we're trying to re repair it. Yeah. You know, it's not, a, it's, I'm not trying to hurt you. Yeah. I'm trying to help you to better yourself, you know? So isn't that what we, yeah. so, so, and this, like, now that people are talking more about depression and stigma, listen, we all suffer in depression. We all have bad days and mm -hmm. it's how bad the day gets. And then, do you understand? And then with, how do you, how does somebody cope with it? They go to their husband and the husband, what's the husband supposed well, to say? We, we all think that the where, that we're, how we're suffering is like we're the first person. You yeah. know, and I, I can just tell you from my experience, a guy comes to my office with erectile dysfunction. He thinks, you know, everybody's a porn star and, 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 and he's just a, you know, a floppy piece of noodle. Um, <laughs> but, but realistically, you know, it's, it's the opposite. So I'm sure in your thing, you know, you know, when you come across all these people, they, they, they feel that they're the only ones to be thinking the way they are. And uh, well, it's course. probably good to know that this is. Because chances are you, you're talking to somebody who's not being truthful. So they, your best friend could be going through the same thing, but he's not ready to share that with you. Because mm -hmm. just in case you tell somebody right. it gets out, he doesn't want anybody to know. So that's why, I mean, this is why it's really important to go speak to somebody mm -hmm. and get help. I mean, it's your life. It doesn't matter. There, there's no stigma to go and get help. Right? 100%. Otherwise, what do you say? You stay sad? You stay confused? I mean, we live in a world today, okay, that we are, I mean, it's so sad that it's so sad because you see so many people 
so sad and so depressed mm -hmm. because of thinking other people are better than them mm -hmm. and you know they have more friends and this yeah everybody's in the same boat good point right? did you understand he has more followers on instagram so really? <laughs> i think he has more friends than i do yeah but friends i, I like to see how many friends but, I but it's a listen. fake world of course yeah. it's come on it's a fake world we're if all you, aware it, of it. it it's bad if you think it's a real world and you build your life around it very aware aware very well aware that it's not a real world. It's, I don't know. No, so you I have 9,000. I don't know 8,500 okay. of them. You know what I mean? Right. Just people who follow me right. like what I do, but I don't base my life on that. I base my life with the people around me that I can. Yeah, but that's a maturity thing at your age. But go back, go to people that are half your age. Yes. They don't have that confidence. Yeah. They, don't have, they, don't, they don't know that this is not real. To them, this is the world they grew up in. Yeah. You know? I mean, we went to the library. You know, I, no kid goes to the library oh, yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like their life is, everything is fast. Yeah. Fast. Everything's fast. You meet somebody, you break up with somebody, you go to them, and, 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 and there's never it's like, fast, right. there's never time out. And time out to them seems like it's boredom. It's, it's awful. You know, kids can't be, can't stop. They always have to do something. Yeah. There's always people doing something. Relax. Yeah. Take some downtime. Recharge. Your yeah. phone dies. Do you die too? And I think when in breakup, I think that's what people need to do. That's one thing that people need to learn how to do. Is well, downtime, recharge. Yeah, I mean, look, I encourage. Write things down. Write yeah. your patterns down. Figure out what you've done in the past, what you've learned. Self reflection. Self reflection. Yeah. Listen, you get into a relationship. It's two people. I don't care. It's never been. You know, unless you're. You know, like when you hear about. You know, on TV, like I, you know, especially in the U.S., you hear like the, the wife wants a divorce and the husband shoots the wife because she wants a divorce. I mean, we never heard this before. It's like this is getting out of hand, you know. So, the, the, I, I'm just all about trying to rebuild. Is about you. It's about him. Yeah. You understand? That's, Every, that's the only power you have is working well, on yourself. You can't control you on can. the other person. You can. And then the question I get asked all the time, do people change? And that's a really good question. That's do people question. change? I can never change you. You can't change him. He, as a therapist, can give you the tools to make some changes in your life. But you have to do the work. Do you understand? So I give you the tools. Like, for instance, um, if, if the way maybe, maybe your appearance and your 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 life or whatever needs some adjusting. It's only, I could tell you, this is what you need to do. What I think you need to do. It's up to you to do it. Nobody could change you. And I think that's the thing about people, why those red flags, they go into relationships, they know they don't like that about the person, but you know, once we're married, I mean, I'm gonna come in and change them. It's yeah. not happening, right? Do you understand? That's pretty common. Right? No, but it is common yeah. from everybody. Yeah. I'm, you know, you see a woman, you like her, you care about her, and she airs a, a lot of, you know, her past or her sadness, but then you feel, oh, I'm going to save her, I'm going to take care of her. But eventually you get tired. Yeah. It, nothing's changing. You know, you're telling her how much you love her, you're giving her all the love in the world, but she doesn't know it. She's going, she has to go and get some help. So Susan, let me ask you a last question. What sure. are some of the tips right now you can give men who are watching? About? Oh, few tips. Oh, okay. Quick, break okay. it down. Okay. They broke up with their girlfriend. What they should do Okay, next. not even just breaking up. Even, even if they're in a relationship and they see, you know what? They're not, they're not appreciating each other. It's, it's time to have a talk. 
appreciate that's what everybody wants i want to thank you i want to feel appreciated and if you could do that if you maybe you know as time goes on i know every time i go out with 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 my partner for dinner i always say thank you and sometimes people say oh my god i never hear that what do you mean and still 12 years and everything he does is a thank you because i appreciate him do you know what i'm saying so the little things i think people that's what, that's the problem is that people forget about the little things the appreciation you know, it's it, you. You could pick up flowers. You know, you know she's having a little bit of a rough week. You know, be nice. Go in and buy her a couple. You know, flowers. It doesn't have to be her birthday. It doesn't have to be an occasion. It just makes someone feel appreciated. You know, just say thank you. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. You know, I've been really, I've been really busy. Uh, I forgot. You know, can I make it up to you? Just you know, but that that's simple. Just it's simple. Account, it's the yeah. simplest things in life could make you the happiest. And I think that, you know, leave a note on her car, you know, remind her that she's special. Remind her how pretty she is. I mean, listen, I'm a woman, we get insecure. Okay. We have body changes at certain ages, things go, we, we want to be the apple of your eye. We want to be like, oh, you, you look beautiful today, you know, and you want it back too. Oh my God, you yes. look so handsome yes. today. It's the little things. Yeah. And, you, and if you take the little things, you'll see your Big relationship. Things are going to happen. Well, of course. And, and, and you know what? And put down the phone. I, I, yes. I was just beside a couple a few, week, a few days ago where the convertible was down. And the guy was yelling at this young girl to, you know, it's enough. Every time you're on, I could hear I was on the car beside. I mean, he was yelling that every time you're on your social media, you become a different person. You're angry and, and I can't be around you. I can't take wow. this anymore. And he was screaming like, and this is a young couple. So maybe sometimes it's good to just put away the social media, the phone, nothing's going to change. I mean, come on, when we, you know, we didn't have these cell phones growing up and we, we closed, you know, we, we had time off, sure. right? We watched some TV to get there. Yeah. Now you, they watch TV, they're on, they're on their phone. Enough, enough. Yeah. It's an addiction. Yeah. And it's not a, it's a, not a healthy addiction. So maybe that could start too, you know, the appreciation, a little bit of a more appreciation and also try to take the f social media and the phone and put it away. There's, there's time out. Recharge. Recharge. So on that note, Thank Susan, you, you earned the balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You can... I hope, I hope I made a difference in all the balls. Over there. <laughs> So guys, uh, write, let us know um, if you have any questions, any comments, put them in the box. Make sure to subscribe to hit the bell. Susan, where can they find Thank you? Thank you so much for coming. Uh, they can find me, on, check out my website at Susan Alper Connections, or they could reach me by email at Susan at SusanAlper.com, which is a confidential email. Everything goes uh, directly to me. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Andrew, where are the balls? They're here. I'm keeping them away. Oh, damn. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny.